Welcome to the Harmony Church Podcast. For more information on service times, any upcoming events, or joining a life group, please check out our website, harmonychurch.nz. We really hope this week's podcast blesses you. Well, I just want to start with something funny. It has to be an Easter joke, so let's do an Easter joke here. I heard about this man who was on holiday in Jerusalem with his family. And all of a sudden, his mother-in-law, she dies. Now, he went to make arrangements for her body to be brought back home. And the consulate said it would cost $5,000 to ship her back home, but only 150 bucks just to get buried right there in Jerusalem. After deep thought, he told the consulate that he wanted her, her body to be shipped back home. Now the consulate said, boy, you must have really loved your mother-in-law. She said, no, it's not really that much, so much that way. But I just remember a case here years ago when somebody was buried, but on the third day he arose and I just can't take that chance. Ha ha, come on, kiss. kiss. <laughs> this is a funny joke. I've done it before, but it's such a good one. And I want to enjoy this together. Wow, today we're celebrating Easter together. This is the central celebration of Christianity. This is the core of our faith. As we celebrated on Good Friday, we celebrated that Christ on the cross died for our sins and took the sins into a grave. It was a good day, but today is Resurrection Sunday. Today is a great day because we celebrate that Jesus rose from the grave, that he is alive today, that he has beaten death, that he, every debt is canceled, every sin is forgiven. He has done it. It is finished. He is alive. Can I have a good amen to where you are right there? You know, Easter is such a powerful event. It, um, it uh, shifted humanity once and for all and brought us in a completely new place. Even we celebrate in the calendar AD and BC because Christ made such an impact in the world, in the history of the world. Now, two important things happen. Maybe you're watching from somewhere you've never heard about the Easter story, what Jesus has really done for us, what we celebrate on Good Friday and then on Resurrection Sunday. Now, two very important things happened on those two days. One thing was, that one thing died. It was the death of something. And then also on the other side was a birth of something. One thing was destroyed and one thing came alive. On Jesus destroyed on Good Friday, he destroyed sin and death to become sin for us and took it into a grave. But on Easter Sunday, right now we're celebrating today around the world, we celebrate that he has made us alive and by his spirit, he has given us his spirit, he has made us alive with him, the Zoe life, the actual life of God on the inside. See, before Good Friday, it says in the Bible that no one is perfect, not even one. That we have all sinned and did things wrong and have gone our own way and are missing the perfection of God. That we all have been living with guilt in our lives. We've all walked away from God and have gone our own way. But Easter says... That the love and the grace of God 
has done something about the imperfection, something about the glory that we had lost. Jesus did something about it. Did you know what God did about it? He put all the sin of the world on Jesus Christ, His Son. He carried it on His body. He went into the sin bin. Rugby. People know rugby in New Zealand. He went into the sin bin for us, although He was completely not guilty, completely sinless. I love that scripture, 2 Corinthians 5, 21, that God made him Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Beautiful word, righteousness, right standing with God, back into perfection, back into relationship with God. This is what it says in the Passion Translation. For God made the only one who did not know sin. Jesus was son of God, completely holy, no sin. To be sin for us, <clears throat> so that we who did not know righteousness, might become the righteousness of God by union with Him. So Jesus on the cross completely obliterates sin. He forgives our sin. Any debt that we owe, this is good news. Colossians, Colossians 2, look at this beautiful scripture. He has forgiven all our sins, canceled every debt we owe, and Christ has done away with it by nailing it on the cross. Now, how powerful is that? You may have never heard this before. That's what Jesus did for you and for me. We are forgiven. We are debt free. He became what we were. We were away from God, sinful people. And he became that so that we can become him. We can become righteous and holy and have a relationship with him. He has pushed the sin away far as east is from the west. He's been taken our sin for us. What a beautiful exchange. It's called a finished work. When he died, it said finished. It is a finished work for us, innocent forever. It's so beautiful. In Romans 5, it says, Therefore, since we now have been justified. Everybody say justified. 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 A beautiful word. Through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into the grace in which we now stand. It's by the grace of God. We couldn't do anything about this. We couldn't earn this. We couldn't work for this. It is a gift of love to us. Now, it's a beautiful word, justified. It is also righteousness. These, both these words are from one root word. And the root word is the Greek dikaios. And that chaos means much more than forgiveness. Because we think, you know, um, on Good Friday, thank you, Lord, for forgiveness. It's not just for forgiveness. You've done something wrong. You're forgiven for that wrong. What it actually means is innocence. That chaos actually makes, means innocence. Innocence. And so new covenant righteousness justifications is a declaration of innocence. I think Paul says it here beautifully in Colossians. Look at this. For God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwell in Christ and by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and on earth is brought back to himself, back into its original intent, restored to innocence again. Isn't it beautiful? Restored to innocence again. Now, what I love about this is, for example, what about this? I'm Gideon. My name is Gideon. 
And I have done things wrong in my life. I walked away from God. I'm not perfect, right? My wife is saying yes. I'm not perfect, right? No, I'm not. And neither are you. And the thing is, though, so my name is imperfection. There's an imperfection here. And then on the other side is Jesus. Jesus is the Son of God. His name is perfect. His name is holy. He is so righteous. What God does in Christ Jesus, He swaps the names. So Jesus puts His name above my life and makes me like Him. And what He does, He's taken my, my name over His life. He went to the cross for the bad stuff of my life. And then here in the new life, I received this new life from Him. It is so powerful. Christianity is a powerful declaration of a name change. And of course, this was already planned before the foundation of the world. Before the world, everything that we see here, before it even existed, this was already in the plan of God. It says in Ephesians, look at this. God, God saw us in Christ Jesus before the creation of the world as holy and blameless in, this, in His sight. Are you excited about this? Come on, this will get you out of bed in the morning. Now, some of you may have never experienced this kind of forgiveness. Not this forgiveness, just a sense of innocence. Innocence, no guilt. So many people live with condemnation, with guilt. There's something wrong with me. There's something that's going on with my life. I know the things that we're doing wrong, but even the bigger picture in relation to God and things, something is wrong, something is not right. We need forgiveness. We need, we need to be made innocent by a Savior, by somebody else. And Jesus did this for us. Today, you can receive His forgiveness. It is available to you today. Well, that was Good Friday. But hey, today, there's so much more. That's only half the gospel. This is only Good Friday. How wonderful it is. Righteousness, innocence, a name change, all these beautiful things. But hey... We can be forgiven, but still dead people because we are still dead on the inside. We've lost our relationship with God. We need to be made alive from the inside. We need to have a new disc, operating disc, put into our lives to be changed from the inside out. And this is the, the, the news of Easter Sunday. That we are filled with God. See, the gospel is not His forgiveness. The gospel is a new life. That God wants to give us His eternal life on the inside. He wants to do a heart transplant. Like I said, put a new disk, hard drive into your life. A hard drive that is made by Him. It is pure, it's holy, it's righteous, it's really powerful. And it will help you. Ephesians 2 is one of the most beautiful scriptures that I know in the Bible. Look at this, Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Honestly, these are some of the most powerful, beautiful words in the Bible. Let's all say this together. Where you are in your home, wherever you are, let's say it together. We were made alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, it is by His grace that we have been saved. And God raised us up in Christ and seated us with Him 
in heavenly realms, heavenly realms in Christ. Guys, this is the gospel. When Jesus died, we died. When he was buried, we were buried. When he rose victorious 2,000 years ago, today, we also rose with him spiritually. And then we ascended with him. And we are seated with him in heavenly places. And we have his spirit in our lives United to His Spirit. And we're living from this beautiful new place of life. This beautiful river I often talk about in our puku. This river of life, like Jesus says, the living water will bubble up. Eternal life, it's right on the inside. The gift of God. Isn't it beautiful? Beautiful, isn't it? So maybe, maybe this is the first time you have ever heard this. So just to summarize. One, Easter, sorry, Good Friday. On Good Friday, we died to sin. We get a name change. We go from being sinners to being saints. And we are declared righteous and innocent forever. But this is only half the gospel. Then on Easter Sunday, it's even more important. Because on Easter Sunday was not just a declaration of a name change. But it was an impartation of a nature change. God put his nature. He made us alive with Christ. His Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. And we are born again, it says in Christianity. Born again, born from the Holy Spirit. When you say yes to Jesus, what he has done on the cross for us, then the Holy Spirit comes into your life and he changes you from the inside out. He gives you his love, his peace, his forgiveness, his life, his joy. This is the good news of Easter. Have you got this? Have you received this gift of Easter? Man, this is the glory of God. This is the glory of God that we lost. Ha, it says in the Bible that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Come on, guys. I love Easter. Don't you love Easter? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Easter. This is just, just amazing. Wow, I'm going to toast you, Jesus. Thank you. Wow. So good. So good. See, eternal life is not just a place. We talk about heaven. Eternal life is a person. Eternal life is a person. It is knowing a person. John 17.3 says, now this is eternal life. What is it? That they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. My question to you is, do you know him? Do you know him? I love this, what Paul says in Philippians 3. He says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. And Jesus Christ himself, listen to this. He says this, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Come on, what a great hope this is. Isn't it amazing? Think about this. It says here, who believe in me will live, and we get this, but even though they die, they still are alive. How is that possible? I thought when you're dead, you're dead. No, because our spirits are eternal. Yes. And we either face a Christless eternity without God. It's not a nice place. 
or our spirits are going to go to heaven to be with Jesus Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit forever and ever and ever. See, God is eternity. In God, there's no death. He is alive, of course, all the time. But He is perfect life. He's the Zoe life of God. There's no sickness in Him. There's no death in Him. There's no pain in Him. There's no coronavirus in Him. Come on. God's life is beautiful. And He wants to give this to you. So God destroys on Good Friday sin and death. And on Easter Sunday, he makes us alive. 1 Corinthians 15, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Death has been swallowed up in victory. Jesus triumphed over the cross. He died, but he rose today victoriously. Hallelujah. Come on. Do you want eternal life? They say yes to Jesus. Say yes, I want to know you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him will not die, but have eternal life. I tell you something, you and I were made for eternity. You and I are hardwired that way. You and I were made for union with God and relationship with God in this life, but also in the life to come. Come on, billions and zillions and zillions of years, we'll be celebrating life. Guys, life is so short. We're thinking about many people who are dying even right now. It's so sad. But, but, but life is short. You may get 20 years or 30 years or 90 years, but it's still very, very short. And all of us have to make, give an account to God. All of us have to bow our knees for Jesus. All of us are invited into a relationship with God. So when you die, you actually don't die. You live forever because you are a spirit and you will live together with Jesus and God and all the saints, all the church, the millions of millions of people together in eternity. This is the most beautiful thing ever. Amen. Amen. Now I want to say, I want to finish with this, that the good news is that the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead the same spirit that destroyed sin and death, the same spirit that brings life and hope is available to you and me today. Now, if you are a Christian, that, that spirit is alive in you. That same power is in you. But maybe you're not a believer yet. And today I invite you to believe. I, I invite you to say yes to Jesus. It's the best news ever. Why on earth would you not say yes? Give me one good reason. Ephesians 1 says this, how incredibly great is his power to help those who believe in him. The same mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit is God and the Holy Spirit wants to be part of your life. He wants to give you the God life and comes on the inside. And what happens then is you can break addictions that you could never break before. You can live a life you've never loved before. You, you can love in a way you've never loved before. You can deal with trauma, worry and fear right now in a crisis as never before. I know in Wuhan, in the beginning of the crisis, I know the Christians were not afraid. They were not afraid of the virus. They were not afraid of death. How? Sting? Where? Death, where's your sting? <laughs> and so they went out and they started to give and pray for people. And many got healed from the virus, by the way. And they went out, not fearing their own lives, 
But go out and help and serve other people because of the power of the Holy Spirit that made them fearless. Yeah, we struggle in our lives. Of course, we all do. But the power of God is amazing in our lives. You need to live with the power. You are made to live with the power of God in your life. To see miracles, see breakthrough. Get this this virus annihilated. Come on, let's keep praying in Jesus' name. Let's keep applying the blood of Jesus. He rose victorious over death, also coronavirus. It's under his feet. So let's proclaim it to a world right now. No coronavirus. We bind you and we bind your strength in this world. And you get out in Jesus' name. Is the power of God living in you? Today you can receive Christ. You know, God loves you so much. And he proved it to you by letting his son die on a cross his son eternal son of God he dies on a criminal's cross for you and for me that's how much he loves you that's how much he wants a relationship with you now again I don't know where you are but today is the most beautiful day to say yes to Jesus why don't you make Easter 2020 a day to remember why don't you say yes to Jesus wherever you are I want to pray with you I want you to make a commitment with me to God that you say yes to Jesus. If this is you, why don't you pray with me? I will lead you in a prayer and then you follow that prayer and then together we will see a transformation in your life. Are you ready? Are you ready? Don't put it off. Don't put it off. There may not be a tomorrow. Don't put it off. Today is your day of salvation. Come on, let's pray together. Say this after me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you are the Son of God. And I invite your Holy Spirit to come into my life and to change my life from the inside out. Today I make you boss of my life, Lord of my life. And I tell you today, I will serve you forever. Amen. Amen. Well, if you've prayed that, then you've been born again by the Spirit of God. You may feel God's presence coming into your life right now. The peace of God, the love of God. Maybe tell us, email us, tell us if you've done this. We'd love to hear what you've done. Make sure you're part of a great church. How many is a great church? But there's many great churches wherever you are in the world. And then we can uh, fellowship and you can grow in your relationship with God. Come on, let's pray together, all together now. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the cross. Lord, we thank you so much for Good Friday. Lord, we thank you for eternal forgiveness. We thank you for righteousness. We thank you for the beautiful impartation of innocence. Lord, but even more, we thank you for giving us eternal life. And not just a place somewhere, but Lord, a relationship. Lord, eternal life inside of us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that even in the time of crisis, even even right now, that in this time, like Paul when he was in prison, Lord, we can find joy and a peace and a a calmness that is supernatural because it's gifted by the Holy Spirit, by God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I got one more scripture for you because this is so powerful. Look at this, Colossians 2. Let's declare it over our lives. But now we have been resurrected. Come on, guys. Let's say it all together where you are. We have been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive. Come on. 
forever alive and forgiven of all of our sin. Jesus' resurrection was our resurrection. He is alive and we now have resurrection life. Guys, we're going to declare at the end of this talk, I'm going to, this we're going to all together, wherever you are, declare that He is risen. I'm going to say it three times. Come on, here we go. Number one, He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.